I had like other other like much worse comments where people are come on my stream and just say why you don't make only fans instead and uh, it's just like horrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm like really bro. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? We've got the official Cash Game Queen. This is her nickname from her affiliation with GG Poker. Her real name is Andriana Gligoric, Serbia's finest poker player that I'm aware of. Uh, maybe Serbia's finest, period. And finest in more ways than one. Also, an uh, up-and-coming poker star. Welcome to the uh, podcast. Thank you so much for inviting me, and it was also nice to meet you at the GTO Wizard Party in Vegas this year. Yeah, you too. It was a really random place to meet, I feel like, but uh, you know, these things, these things are um, good to go to sometimes. Uh, uh, the poker parties don't. Yeah, they're actually the, nice. Yeah, the poker parties don't get much of a reputation for great parties, but they can be. They, GTO Wizard apparently has a couple tricks of its sleeves that aren't... Exactly. This one was actually really good. Yeah. Who would have thought? Uh, they've got... <laughs> they're branching out. Um, so tell us about yourself. I know that you were an electrical engineering student, but apparently the allure of poker was uh, um, much more... It was much more appealing than working, becoming an electrical engineer. Why was that? Yeah. I mean, exactly. Uh, I studied software engineering in college in Serbia and also in high school, uh, but I liked it, but I didn't love it. And uh, I guess I didn't uh, want to do that for a living. So I jumped into poker. I got introduced uh, in poker while I was in college. My friends were organizing some little cash games. And uh, I was so interested in that. And I asked them, uh, can I help you with something? Can I organize with you? So we did. We actually organized cash games in Serbia for mm -hmm. a year. And then after that, I moved uh, to Malta. Uh, where I met uh, so many people that were in the industry of casino, industry of poker, and I love strategy games. Uh, before that, I used to play a lot of Counter-Strike and uh, League of Legends, uh, so I guess I got, got the competitive side from uh, those kind of games. Um, I saw, um, I met also many streamers, and I saw how much I like uh, having a community, having like really uh, really good community that is willing like to learn poker with me. In the beginning, I was uh, literally clicking buttons. I mean, it's not different from now what I'm doing because I'm an online cash game player. I'm always clicking buttons, but I guess, uh, yeah, I, I love strategy. Uh, that's how I got introduced with poker and I got uh, a chance to start a stream. I streamed for a year. I went from 5NL to 100 and 200NL in one year. Uh, with the help of my coach, I started really hard. I played uh, like a little dragon. So yeah, here we are now. Okay, that's a pretty big jump, I'd say. That's uh, definitely like, uh, it's it's pretty noteworthy. Yeah, it's not that easy to get to these stages and consistently beat them, uh, and to make a, like a stream off them. That's it's kind of tough. Like I haven't even figured out yeah. how to do that. To be honest, <laughs> I've struggled with streams. <laughs> uh, well, congrats on your success and. Um, yeah, uh, I would think that I would think that there's more money in poker than electrical engineering, is my guess. Maybe it's a bit more fun. 
Uh, not as much work. Yeah, yeah, I guess there is uh, my sister that is uh, three years older than me, owns a, po owns a software engineering company, and uh, she uh, makes uh, apps uh, for, um, let's say, iOS, Android apps. Uh, for different kind of uh, niches, and there is a lot of money there also, I can say. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I mean, I can see it. It's just like, I don't know, the whole corp, the whole like business world can be, when you're like really on the climb up, can be, just seems really tough, but it's a bit more consistent. Whereas poker, you just have to get used yep. to the whole like winning, losing thing, but you get to travel and... You must have met some interesting characters in Malta. I remember I've been to Malta and I met some interesting characters, but there's like a decent amount of high stakes players there, for example. And there is a lot, yeah. Yeah, what was it like to meet a bunch of the high stakes players uh, and meet, yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, what you said, I agree definitely with. So poker is definitely more exciting. That's why I actually transferred because as a, a software engineer, I would probably stay a lot in my place. Uh, I mean, it's not different to what I'm doing now. I'm also streaming a lot, but I'm traveling much more. And uh, what was like uh, meeting high stakes poker players, it was actually really inspirational and motivational um, because that's my goal. I My goal is to become uh, the let's say, uh, the best of woman poker player in the world. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm really grateful for the opportunity uh, where I met a lot of high-stakes poker players. Okay, well, that's a cool goal. Yeah. Um, it's, it, could, it could be possible, yeah, sure. Like, why not? Uh, I have read that uh, you have relentless commitment, is the word, unwavering discipline and relentless commitment. Is that true? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I can say it is. <laughs> is it bad that I'm saying this for myself? Yeah, probably. But uh, I also started a challenge uh, two days ago, a six-month uh, transformation fitness challenge, uh, inspired by all those side bets in poker where people are losing uh, this amount of kilograms. So I just did that by myself with myself. So I'm going to show people like what you can do actually with uh, within just six months uh, using uh, discipline and consistency. Okay. That is something that people in poker kind of do lack, to be fair. Um, and with with a bit more of that, uh, mm, a decent amount of them would do better. They, I don't know. Poker players have a few different problems, to be fair. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, actually it would be good if you do promote it on, um, wherever, frankly, because there's a problem with that, at least in the U S too, there's a lot of people that, um, do not take their fitness seriously in the U S especially, I don't know about Serbia, yeah. actually Serbia is in pretty good shape from what I remember. Um, yeah, it is. You've been, to, I've Serbia? been to Serbia multiple times. Wow. Amazing. Do you like it? Uh, yeah. Everyone there speaks perfect English pretty place uh decent amount of things to do it's known for its nightlife i know that i'm not really <laughs> i'm is. not really a nightlife person but it, it had a lot of perks it was a pretty place to go to uh people were friendly uh, a lot of things to yeah, like definitely they are so friendly yeah. yeah um but yeah if you manage to make a change for yourself and for you know help show the poker world hey let's get in shape uh and whoever really that's paying attention to um 
you know, social media, that would be fantastic because we need more of that. I wanted to say uh, exactly because we are sitting a lot on our computers, uh, especially as an online play player and grinder. I'm like sometimes playing, uh, so not sometimes, every day I'm playing uh, long hours and uh, I know the pain in the back uh, can be really, uh, can stopping you, can stop you actually from grinding much more than you mm -hmm. can. And uh, I find that uh, fitness, uh, healthy life, meditation are something that is an essential, uh, let's say essential package for a poker, successful poker player. So I want to show that. I really want to promote healthy lifestyle and uh, how much it can impact your longevity. Um, you actually were getting to my next question, which is, um, do you find all this stuff really benefits you a lot at the poker tables? Like if you're in shape and you're going to the gym all the time and are just really healthy overall, do you find, um, yeah, do you find that makes a big difference in how you play? Like, I don't know if you've had any periods where you do. You weren't on top of things, um, but if you did, were you able to see much of a difference? Oh, so much. Honestly, like it, it changed my game. Let's say. Uh, while I was working out, uh, while I was training boxing, I really love boxing and I'm getting back to it in a few months. Uh, I never played. Uh, so clear let's say so present uh, as when i was uh, working out uh, boxing but now also with the gym also with a healthy lifestyle i can say uh that it's 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 uh, so important because like you keep being present at the table like you're so sharp you're so uh i don't know you, the the clarity of the game and knowing what your next move is is it's like is insane um, I guess like having also the discipline to ha to go to the gym like four times a week, um, just preparing your own meal or like uh, ordering really healthy, uh, not eating before playing like let's say one hour because it affects your uh, play, your uh, concentration a lot. Uh, I can say it's essential. It's really essential. If, if you want to strive, if you want to go for the long hours of playing, if you want to become successful, if you want to win in poker, you need, you need to get your diet uh, really good, your uh, working out schedule and just like, and uh, I would say like uh, at least train uh, boxing, maybe MMA or uh, I don't know, any kind of, uh, any kind of sport that you need to think in advance. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's quite a bit of crossover between um, the MMA uh, at, well, yeah, essentially fighting sports and poker because they're both strategic. Um, and yep. at some point, you have to, to some degree, you have to, you have to, um, you have to disconnect from your emotion to um, your actions, or at least you can't like be too inundated with what's going on. Is maybe another way to put it. Uh, that's why I personally took it up, and also I've just found that um, I didn't take up boxing specifically, but I did do a little bit of that anyway. Um, but I did find that, um, I mean, I just found it to be more fun than working out, to be honest. Like, the, the, one, the, the, one of the benefits of going to the gym is you actually do develop that discipline of, like, doing stuff you don't want to do. Or at least I don't want to do work. I don't really want to work out. I just, like, make myself do it. I don't know about you. Maybe you like it. I personally love it, for example, but I know a lot of people that just like hate it or they are not keen to go in the gym, but uh, connecting that uh, in yourself, like making the discipline is, is like everything. So it's good, like actually really good if you don't like it, but you have the motivation to go. Uh, well, I hope it's good. Uh, definitely being able to do things you don't want to do is sort of a power of sorts. 
Um, yeah, a lot of people are saying, just like you said, that there's a really big difference in gameplay, and it makes lots of sense. There's lots of studies that suggest this. I personally find it would be interesting to really, like, track people who are, you know, focusing on their fitness and all of this. Uh, focusing on fitness and health, I should say, uh, and see how they compare to people who aren't. Because there's quite a lot of poker players that are not doing that, and it's kind of sad to see because it... Uh, mm -hmm. uh, it's yeah. it's pretty simple to see that being in good shape, etc., will at bare minimum affect your energy levels and your how you are at the tables and all that. And it would be really nice to make. Um, yeah, I think there is a lot of connection between that, like between uh, just uh, having uh, that uh, really good lifestyle, and I'm also a lot into um, like neuroscience. Mm -hmm. And I love like to listen to podcasts and uh, to see how much. It... For example, now I made also a challenge where I will not drink alcohol at all for six months because I know how much it affects your brain and uh, it's it's literally uh, like changing your DNA. So uh, I guess also uh, you could maybe make an, an experiment so for poker players like uh, drinking uh, people that are drinking alcohol and people that are not drinking alcohol. Um, I don't know if I can host this, but it'd be really interesting to see. I personally don't drink that much, so I don't have this issue. Um, people might be surprised here. I don't do drugs that much either. Uh, but uh, but I would be curious <laughs> to see the effects on both. I think either occasionally is kind of a good thing, to be honest. Uh, but alcohol is like one of the worst things out there if you do the research. Because it's just so bad in all kinds of different yep. ways. So that's like at least a pretty good decision. I don't know. I'm just not that into alcohol. Um, no, no, no. In Serbia, for example, I come from the background where the alcohol is a part, huge part of our culture. And we started drinking when we were like 15 years old, 16. Like we, we partied a lot, which I'm like uh, insanely sad uh, that I needed to like to go through all of that because like it, like I said, it's part of the culture, and we didn't know for better, I guess. So now I know what are consequences of drinking that much alcohol, those amounts, and now I'm like not drinking at all, and I uh, see myself also getting uh, really clear and present the tables and uh, I mean I'm saying now like I'm speaking about myself like I was an alcoholic I was not but like now I'm aware of uh, causes like w what alcohol can actually cause like cancer and other like predispositions for many diseases uh, later in uh, age so yeah nope oh it, yeah <laughs> it's um there's an endless list of problems that it causes it's actually one of the worst drugs alcohol um, yeah, and it's illegal. Yeah, it's w weird. As it turns out, there is lots of bullshit around that, uh, about which ones are legal, which drugs are legal, and which ones aren't. Uh, totally different subject. Yeah. Uh, I want to know what what this like relentless discipline and uh, consistency with, with studying looks like. Are you, you know, using lots of sims? Are you uh, studying these preflop charts? Are you putting in tons of volume? Um... Streaming a lot? What is it? Uh, so basically from uh, when I started uh, having coachings, um, obviously my game uh, started uh, being like much, much better. Mm -hmm. I started getting coaches uh, to every two weeks. 
And at the, in the beginning, my coach overwhelmed me like with huge amount of information, but which was uh, at the beginning, like really hard. And I was like, am I really ready to learn all of this? <laughs> and after like a few months, I got used mm -hmm. to it. So basically I was playing a lot, like maybe uh, 50K hands, uh, like plus uh, months on Zoom. Um, I was getting coachings uh, every two weeks, uh, getting all those pre-flop charts uh, like in my memory and also uh, other strategies that my uh, poker coach is uh, using also getting coached a lot on mental side um, getting introduced into meditation I'm meditating every day using like uh, a few apps for it uh, I guess uh, also um, improving myself like really on on both sides uh, let's say life and and uh, and getting that discipline, even I'm a huge fan of anime. Also, that's what my um, let's say discipline came from. Like uh, <laughs> I, lo I just love the. <laughs> it's weird. It's a bit weird, but uh, I used to watch a lot of anime. I still uh, do sometimes now when I have time. But I just loved uh, the storyline and. Uh, uh, development of the characters and my all-time favorite is of course Naruto Shippuden and uh, it's the, the guy that taught me how to not give up and uh, I'm so stubborn and I'm so competitive so that's where my discipline came from actually all right shout out to Nario actually I like that story that, uh, that a lot too <laughs> for the record and that one's pretty good they've got lots of twists and Ooh. stuff um and uh, Naruto inspired me a little bit too to be fair I wasn't laughing because uh it wasn't like a no, I, I just think it's endearing. It's I think it's funny. Besides, I watch cartoons too. I, I I'm. Uh, oh really? Yes. Uh, and I think there's some kind of psychological um, propaganda of sorts in them. In that, like as you said, it's it's easier to be inspired by these cartoon characters who didn't seem to have much going for them, uh, but they did have persistence and they had. Uh, they did have sort of unwavering persistence. Uh, there's a number of examples, and Naruto is one of them. Um, I mean, I was talking about this with Brian Rast, actually, I mean, his Goku costumes. Um, and, uh, yeah, they somehow ended up winning. Um, but there's a lot of truth in that. Exactly. There's a lot of truth in that. If you look at a lot of things in, um, in performance, persistence seems to be a far... I mean, consistency and persistence are quite related. But persistence seems to be a far uh, bigger indicator of success than sheer intelligence because if you have sheer intelligence, there will be some kind of point in time when you know, you'll run into trouble. And if you don't persist, then there'll be problems. Uh, you can see it actually in – actually, it's one of the funny things is that really, really intelligent students don't necessarily succeed pr precisely for this reason. It was like the kids that had some issues and learned some good studying skills and all of that that – typically had more success later on in life than super intelligent kids um so that's oh yeah that's uh that's definitely true i mean that can be in all kinds of different ways but at some point basically you have to find the persistence um you said you played fifty thousand hands a month yeah, uh, 50, like the minimum uh, that was required, uh, I guess, by my coach. Uh, but I'm playing Zoom. I'm playing Russian Cash on GG Poker, uh, the fast tables, and I'm playing like multiple ones. So, yeah, let's say minimum of 50,000 hands. Okay, minimum 50,000 hands. Okay. This is uh, yeah. this is a lot of hands. This is like 600,000 hands a year. Um, yeah, that's really a lot, by the way. That's like, um, 
I don't know that 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 must be more than. I don't know what the percentile is, but I can, I couldn't tell you a a month that I played fifty thousand hands in a month, and um. Yeah, you're playing probably high stakes, so maybe like it's harder to find some tables, I guess, or you're playing regular tables. I'm getting the volume on Zoom, which is just like why I'm playing it. It's I'm getting like the volume, volume, volume because I need to have statistics and uh, know uh, where I'm like making mistakes, uh, where I should improve, etc. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not saying it's. Yeah, I mean it's uh, probably a good thing. Um, I I think when I used to play, I don't think I quite got that much. I think I got like thirty thousand hands a month when I was playing like five, ten, and ten, twenty. I'm not sure though. I was playing like four tables of heads up, but not Zoom. It's uh, literally the fundamental of of, of poker. I lo I love heads up personally. And, um, so do you play a lot of it? I, no, I don't play, unfortunately, because uh, I have a strict coaching program where, like, I need to play uh, six max. Oh, okay. Mostly. Um, I'm a little surprised by that. But I play with friends. Oh, oh okay. You played on the side. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would think that they throw in a little bit of it because a little bit of something else tends to complement um, the things that, even mm. things that are, like, 100% focused, to be honest. Uh but okay, I, I think Heads Up teaches you a bit more about how to play like between specific players, whereas you don't necessarily mm -hmm. learn that as easily in Six Max because you're not doing that as frequently. Whereas you yeah. like learn a bit more about like leveling and like how people adjust and things like that. Uh, so I do think like the interpersonal um, aspects of poker come out more specifically in that. A um, little bit surprised you're not playing a little bit more if you love it so much, but uh... yeah, I should definitely. I should sometimes like I uh, I cover myself too much in, in into work, like and I forgot to do something that I really love. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I will definitely. We could play heads up if you want something. Yeah, at some point we could. It'll be a, a special match. Um, we'll have to figure yeah. it out. Maybe we can like make some content for. Uh, YouTube or something. Um, I'm doing Definitely, more like yeah. content stuff these days. But I, I do play, yeah, I'll do some fun stuff, whatever. Can throw in, oh, we can't. I saw the, the vlog, yeah, I saw, I saw the video with uh, Kevin Martin that you did like 100 bets. I really Oh, love really? It. Uh, thank you. I'm, yeah. I'm a little salty about a couple of those matches. I'm salty about the, the, the rat race or the mouse race and the, uh, I don't know how much I need to recheck how much was actually put up of the um, of the laser tag. I'm a little sad that I lost that. I felt like I won that. <laughs> but the bone cracking, like what was that? <laughs> that was so Which random. One? The bone cracking, the bone cracking, like when you were just oh, I'm an expert bones. at that. That's just the one of my talents. Yeah. <laughs> nice talent. Well, yeah, yeah, we were finding finding all our talents or lack thereof. On, on that we, we'll have to discover some more um well 50,000 hands a month that's that's uh I was looking at this unwavering discipline and uh unwavering discipline com a comment and thinking really let's see what this is all about um I, I had a little bit of suspicion to be honest but uh, 50,000 hands a month okay you get the check mark from me and yeah if you put in 50,000 hands every month 
probably in no time you'll be the best uh woman poker player i don't know how many girls are putting in that many hands let alone any like typical pros frankly like typical dudes or whatever you know what i mean yeah, I stay at my home a lot. <laughs> you can see, like, um, I'm reflecting sun. I'm so pale. Like, I, I don't see sun at all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know what you even say to that. Um, yeah. <laughs> you could, like, get the tan. Uh, you know, sometimes I try to tan while I'm, like, meditating. Uh, oh, nice. You're meditating? Or not? No, I saw, actually, on your Instagram profile that uh, you... You're a kind of like a meditation fan, right? Like uh, you went into some meditation retreats. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 I did. That is correct. I went to India and all that. Uh, lately, I haven't been doing that much, honestly. If the people keep needling me about it, um, now you're needling me in the other direction because I can't I can't say that I'm meditating when I'm doing it, actually, but it feels like, I don't know. Um, it doesn't feel like A quality, let's put it that way. Uh, but yes, uh, there's a lot of neurological evidence, I think it's the word, that meditation does all kinds of positive things, and um, yeah, it makes a lot of sense to have, basically, it's basically a version of, or part of it is a bit, excuse me, part of it is a version of cultivating mental discipline, which is super useful, especially when yep. uh, everything's kind of like uh, taking your uh, attention from other stuff all the time. Exactly. That that's where I learned how to be present more at life and uh, how to be, uh, how to constantly uh, come back to my emotions. How to, uh, let's say, uh, how to be aware of them and how to maintain peace and that everything bad and good just passes and uh, peace is what we have and should maintain. All right. Well, I didn't know you were um, a potential Zen master of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will actually go in a meditation retreat now in Serbia. Uh, it's going to be in September. So one Zen master from uh, Korea is coming to visit Belgrade and he's uh, going to uh, organize a meditation retreat. It's going to be my first, but I'm really excited to go. Oh, cool. Good for you. That's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's cool. Um, I mean, it's good that you're taking this stuff seriously. Most people don't do that. Um, or at least it sounds like you are. I do think some of these things are good. There's a decent amount of good ones out there these days. I'm going to a deep silence retreat in the mountains in mm -hmm. Appalachia. It's actually, you probably don't know what that is. It's uh, in the East Coast US in about one week-ish, like 10 days actually. Oh, nice. So what it is about, like... Uh, how many days and uh, what is what is the concept of it? Um, well, apparently it, it's four days, and if well, apparently if you attain a deep enough silence, you might um, get some kind of uh, you know revelations or whatever. That's a possibility. I don't. I mean, part of it is mm -hmm. um, mental clarity. I should ask a little bit more. I know that I need to do this before I do a certain other course that I really want to do about Vedic wisdom. Um, I'm still slightly, slightly skeptical of this stuff, some of this stuff, but uh, there's a lot of truth in Hinduism that seems to check out with reality. Uh, and this one, uh, m there might be some kind of chance of, 
attaining a certain state of called samadhi where you do experience bliss for a second i've never experienced this but i've heard of people that have um and these kinds of spiritual extremes intrigue me i I still am like kind of skeptical it's really hard to say because like this gets into the realm of of like what hell is true and what's not and you keep hearing all these stories of like miracles and shit and you're like what the like i haven't seen any miracles (laughs) and I, i want to see some miracles but i just have not seen much magic going on i've seen a lot of like not magic like a lot of exactly yeah i I guess i call it a coincidence um maybe i i also kind of like i'm skeptical about like all these things i do a lot of research behind Mm it but uh sometimes i see myself is it like does it matter if it's true or not like uh, what is actually true or not it's just like me experiencing life and uh labeling what is right or wrong so um to be fair just observing being to be fair like spirituality is actually supposed to be about that it's about to be basically just being uh present with the moment and uh living your being your best self essentially uh it's not really supposed to be about the miracles i mean that much is just has to be true um but the miracles would be nice too i want to ask (laughs) Um, wait, so for how many years have you been doing this, firstly? Uh, for, it's gonna be two in December. Okay, so you weren't really, it's more like at the end of COVID you started, it sounds like. Uh, yeah, not the end of the COVID, like, let's say from the beginning of the COVID, Mm -hmm. I started, uh, like, I played few tournaments. I just clicked buttons, but uh, in December it will be two years uh, when I started playing cash games mm-hmm. and taking uh, poker more seriously, I guess. And that first year, like first like six seven months, I I, I just played few uh, tournaments uh, there and then and stre- uh, streamed few times. Oh, okay, okay. But it's gonna be two years again in December, yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Well, I was gonna ask you about how things have progressed over time, but. Let's go into the other question, which is, what's it like to be a girl in a male-dominated industry? You know, it's ninety percent. It's poker's like ninety-seven percent men, or something like this, some crazy number. Uh, do you, does this like affect you in any kind of way? Do you have any feelings towards it? Do guys treat you extra nicely? Do they treat you kind of shitty? Are they just weird towards you? What's the deal? So mainly, uh, let's say I didn't have any bad experience, uh, but I got, I get a lot of like weird comments on my streams sometimes and people are like, okay, you're a girl, you don't know, you don't know how to play. And it's, it's immediately like that, obviously, but, uh, I learned with the time that uh, there is a lot of people that will say something bad, whatever I will do in my life. Like, uh, if I stayed maybe software engineer, like some people would say, maybe I'm play, I'm coding really bad, but I didn't have bad experience. I actually I had a really supportive experience on my social media, on um, everywhere. Like I went also uh, in live events, people are, are super supportive. Uh, they're really chatty, and they always ask me oh, why. Uh, why I'm like playing poker because I'm a girl. It's it's a man game, etc. So that's why why I'm trying to change a bit. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, let's try to, I would it would be nice to change that. Um, that's such a bizarre question. 
yeah it, it is like uh i had like other other like much worse comments where people are come on my stream and just say why you don't make only fans instead and uh, it's just like horrible <laughs> yeah i'm like really bro <laughs> 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 yeah. and that's what i'm trying actually to change i'm uh, ambassador of, of uh, fantastic ladies in poker and uh, we are trying to encourage women to play more to to get rid of imposter syndrome and actually show uh, through my poker vlogs uh, which i'm starting from uh, next month uh, to post on my youtube to see to show girls that um, there are no that many bad experiences that people are actually nice on, on live tables and then you and also you can use the data that they have on you because usually people uh, think that if you're a girl you're a fish you're, you're you're a really bad player so you use that against them and just take their money so <laughs> yeah no yeah, it doesn't sound that bad uh, I mean the I guess people had like girls definitely had some bad experiences uh what i uh, what i saw on twitter or when i was speaking uh, with them let's say when i met them but uh, also women poker community is is really bonded like i i um i met so many women and i already consider them like as my really good uh, and close friends they are super supportive they will help you with anything like with uh, either is is it life or uh, is it poker whatever related but I guess uh, they have some bad feelings about it, bad thoughts, because they think it's a man game, and actually it's it's player's game. It's everybody's game. You can play it like whatever you are, you know. Uh, so it's a strategy and skill game, and you can show how competitive you are, and uh, if you want actually to play it, it doesn't matter. So, And also I will make uh, next year probably my first poker course for women, and uh, show... Why? Because uh, at the beginning, I wanted to study poker with a woman. I kind of felt like more safe, let's say. Uh, so that's why what uh, I'm going to try like, to make and uh, to encourage more women to play poker. Okay, well, I certainly support all that. Uh, if you do manage to make a, like a course on it, like a uh, course for women, that would be great as well. Um, it, I mean, I support making that. It's not very easy to make a course. I like... I've, flirted with the idea of making a course mm. myself it's i mean all these things are it's like a lot, a lot of different things to learn uh tell us a bit a bit about, a bit more about the fantastic ladies thing so fantastic ladies in poker uh is a group of women in poker is the biggest group on uh, of women mm -hmm. in poker they have uh, social media every groups on facebook on instagram on twitter and uh they have around 10,000 poker women players uh, on Facebook. Uh, the founder of it is Daiva Byrne. She, maybe you know her. She's a really famous uh, poker tournament player. And uh, she kind of um, had a strategy and idea to gather all, uh, all women in poker where we discuss, like for example, in Facebook group, we discuss hands, uh, we watch uh, streams together. Uh, they, she always uh, posts uh, girls that won tournaments, like big tournaments, uh, whatever. And uh, it's where um, we share our experiences. And uh, that's where I heard like a lot of stories uh, from women in poker. And uh, showing that is a skill game, that is a strategy game, that you, you can play it, like you don't need to be scared. And uh, yeah, just really, really tight poker community there. Strong. Oh, cool. Yeah, that is, uh, that is cool. And you guys can support each other in case people do... Uh do some um 
not very desirable things. Uh, I would think even, in fact, with that kind of group, if you have a lot of, uh, if you're relatively organized, you can impact, you can create some kind of like poker yep. social change of sorts. Has anything uh, organized ever bit come out of this? So they are organizing all the time uh, poker events for poker women uh, events. There was uh, one like really recently in London uh, where it's just a um, woman uh, poker tournament, a uh, woman poker uh, event. And uh, we're trying to do some like big changes, some like big uh, projects in the future. Uh, and uh, yeah, I guess uh, they, they are going to just uh, through the years, we're going to try to organize some poker uh, clubs, like live poker clubs uh, for women uh, to teach them how to play poker, to um, socialize a lot. And yeah, we, we have a lot of projects in, in the future that we're going to go. Okay, cool. Okay, so you guys are doing some stuff. That's good. Uh, yeah. As I've um, grown up a little bit, now I respect these kinds of efforts. I never really gave a shit when I was like in my 20s, but now I like to see things being organized and happening. It's like <laughs> cool for me somehow. Um, just It's like a different version of... Uh, it's just like cool to make things happen, I think. Um, it's not that easy making changes. Yeah, it is definitely not easy, and poker is really small niche, and there is, uh, like, there is so many um, judges about it. Like, uh, should I, uh, as a woman, start playing? And that's what I'm trying to also uh, show on my YouTube channel: uh, how po how much poker is actually cool, how cool it, cool it is, like to to play and travel and earn money like like that. And uh, that's why I'm trying to encourage more and more girls to play it. So, how are you doing that? Uh, so now I started um, my YouTube channel. I'm st I started with uh, live uh, poker vlogs, mm -hmm. like something that Poker Ash, similar to what uh, Poker Ash is doing. And I'm going to try to show more environment, like to show uh, my life, my routines, uh, how like when I'm waking up, what I'm eating in a day, like my poker hands, uh, how I'm playing, how people are interacting me, uh, interacting with me and um, poker tables. And also I'm trying to make more content like uh, reacting to poker hands, uh, playing poker with one card, for example, um, doing something, uh, for example, making a video where I will play with the strategy of uh, Phil Helmut on, on it, like <laughs> using his strategy, tilting like him, I don't know. Yeah, something like, like his Fill a Hamuth hat. If you could, you could be. Uh, if you could, I mean, I would think it'd be, be really funny if you like dress like him and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I will. <laughs> That's a hard thing to do. He's, he's this bizarre style, but uh, I guess it works for him. I mean, that sounds. I mean, I'm curious to see what comes out of that. Um, yeah. I I had some funny ideas. You one thing you could do is you could. You could like be meditating and playing like a table of poker and like have like a video of a uh, recording of you doing this or like something combining poker in the gym, uh, uh, like some kind of combination of things like that or play poker in some exotic place. I, um, people gave similar yeah. ideas for that to me or like be in the pool and playing poker, in, like the middle of, uh, the pool or something like this on like a floaty, uh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they told me on my stream you should uh, play poker in in hot tub. So <laughs> you could. That's uh, one thing that could be done. It's a little bit risky. 
No, definitely it's risky. It, it was a joke because there is a lot of hot tub streamer, girl streamers on Twitch, so that's why they said that. Oh, I didn't even know about that. So there's a number. If you manage to do it, there's a number of creative ideas. Don't you find it hard to make content and also do fifty thousand hands and get coaching a poker and do like working out and all these things? You must not have that much free time. Uh, no, not, almost not at all. Uh, I. I'm like multitasking a lot, uh, but also I found a team uh, where one, uh, so I found a team that's going to manage my YouTube channel and my uh, social media. They are giving me ideas. They are making uh, literally the lists of videos that uh, I'm going to make for this and uh, like for the next period of uh, six months. Uh, they are editing my stuff. Uh, they are uh, pushing uh, pushing it on YouTube also on uh, YouTube shorts. So yeah, that, that's how I'm manage to do it i'm filming by myself of course but i'm not editing by myself okay yeah definitely a team would help like a ton with this stuff like i found you know when you start making content and you need to like start working with people and finding good people who edit yeah but it's, it's still hard yeah it's still hard to, to manage like playing studying working out meditation living yeah being present so <laughs> there's a lot of things going on but i guess i for now i like it so what are your plans for the future poker wise are you going to go to some exotic locations is this, is this going to be part of like the make poker cool thing like you go to uh uh what are, well i mean montenegro is a, already a cool place if you go to somewhere beautiful like you could just show yourself playing poker outside like and uh in wherever that town was porto i think you said it was the name yeah yeah porto montenegro exactly yeah i'm gonna travel a lot uh next month so next month i'm gonna be in malta uh there is like really cool probably you've been there also you've been in malta yeah. right you, you told me you've been uh, there's a cool uh, casino at Dragonara. It has an amazing view, so I'm going to use that, of course, uh, for my content. Uh, I'm going to travel to Vegas in uh, December and uh, January, probably. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to show my lifestyle uh, through poker and show, yeah, like you said, how cool it is. Oh, okay. Any other specific locations you had in mind, like Australia or... Um... I don't know. There's going to be some crazy ones like Marrakesh at some point, and uh, I went to Marrakesh. Yeah, I guess uh, I'm, I'm maybe a bit of fan, more fan of uh, Asia. So like, I'm going to travel more to Thailand, uh, Korea, um, Japan. I love Japan. I never been to Japan, but like, I'm, I'm uh, you know, my already background background with uh, anime. I'm also in love with the Japan culture. So and food there. So yeah. Probably that kind of side. Well, if you manage, but also yeah, Marrakesh and other countries. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, it sounds like it sounds like Asia has stolen you uh, from the yeah. the Af North Africa um, side. If you do manage to combine poker and anime in some kind of way, that would be really cool. Don't know how exactly to do. That. Oh yeah, I, I didn't I didn't think about it, but definitely why not? I, I have like really talented editors now, so they're gonna figure out something for sure. <laughs> that would be really cool. All right, sweet. Um, okay, uh, do you have any goals as far as playing like higher cash games, playing on streams? Are you gonna play more tournaments? Play bigger tournaments? <laughs> So my goal, like I said, is to become uh, the best woman poker player in the world. Now I'm playing online and my plan is to go uh, from now 100 NL to 500 NL online. 
and uh, then trans uh, transfer a bit to online poker, uh, to live poker, sorry, where I will uh, start playing uh, live games and uh, then after that, like playing really high stakes uh, poker games. I was invited also a few times in, in Hustlers, but I think I'm not prepared for that kind of environment uh, right now. So definitely I see myself playing on uh, in future on streams, on Hustlers, like on uh, other poker streams uh, that there are. Okay, cool. Well, that that could be exciting. I will tell you yeah. that the Hustler stream and these live streams do not play like they don't play like the games online. You can just let's put them that way. Put it that way. No, not at all. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why what's like I will try to study. Not I will try. I will definitely study more uh, live poker in the next uh, few years because. Yeah, I'm really attracted to it. I love it. And that's where I met a lot of people from poker. So, yeah, that, that's the goal. That's the goal. Live cash games, live high stakes cash games. That seems very realistic, I would say. You just have to like, it's just a weird jump because the um, the online games like NL500, I would guess, plays maybe even tougher than a lot of the live games. But, you know, if the game is a 10K buy-in, 20K buy-in, um it's not always true but it, sometimes even the, when the game is bigger it plays quite soft and it's just really hard to like have that liquidity to make that jump um and to be like find that have that jump sustainable and like on top of that you have to get over like the hurdle of like the fear or whatever um thank the anxiety of playing like way bigger than you normally play which it's exactly, not like a real yeah. soft transition as it used to be or at least I don't, maybe there is and i just don't know about it i don't know because there's a few different possibilities. You just never know these days. Uh, there's like all kinds of online sites popping up. Um, one thing I'll say is that if you, you know, take that work ethic of working out all the time and doing all this meditation and stuff, uh, plus 50,000 hands of, of uh, I mean, I can't get over this, of, of <laughs> actual playing and study uh, 50,000 hands of 50, of the equivalent amount uh, of, why people actually do when they're playing on the stream. First of all, if your mind doesn't explode by watching what people actually do, um, you'll probably win because like people are making all kinds of mistakes. Uh, and I'm like, I mean, even when I play on streams, I do a bunch of stuff on purpose, uh, to be honest. And <laughs> I love your outfits. I, I really love your outfits when you come on the table, like all, the, all those different like characters and everything. It reminds me a bit of anime, like you, every time you're a different character. So yeah, I like thank it. you. Yeah, I'm trying to bring a little anime spirit to the poker table, to be honest. Uh, nice. And I just think it's funny. Um, it's definitely funny. And it's like making it uh, more like uh, viral, I guess, and more fun. Yeah. yeah, I think I should just go like extra crazy. Um, the poker world uh, a lot of these guys are so boring you know um uh, they need someone to spice things up maybe. no you're definitely spicing it up like definitely i, I will maybe try to do something uh, similar probably I, I won't cosplay like the female characters because it's probably going to be too much for the poker table but uh, <laughs> i will figure it out something simple something different well i do yeah. think a lot of the guys will certainly appreciate that Definitely. All right, any last uh, closing words? Would you like to give a shout-out to the Fantasy Ladies, um, Team Global, GG, or anyone else, or whatever? 
Yeah, huge, huge uh, shout out uh, basically to whole poker community. You guys changed my life literally, literally and uh, huge shout out to uh, now new name, Fantasy Ladies in Poker. <laughs> it's actually Fantastic Ladies no in Poker and uh, GG, uh, <laughs> and GG Poker, uh, which are my uh, sponsors. So yeah, a huge shout out uh, to like, like I said, to whole poker community. All right, cool. What about the Malta guys? Does the Malta guys get in there? No, they're definitely not shitheads. I have a lot of friends there, but uh, yeah, shout out also to them. All right, cool. The Malta guys sound okay then. All right, well, thank you for your time, uh, Andriana. Thank you so much for having me. It was really nice talking to you.